Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I want to read from... I want to read 1 and then... 11 to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven and then 11 says he has made everything beautiful in his time also he has put eternity in their hearts except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end Amen. Father, we worship you. The God who changes times and seasons. The God who assigns purposes. Our Father who is wisdom. We worship you this morning. We exalt you. The first and the last the beginning and the end, the author and the finisher, our creator, our father, hallowed be your name, hallowed be your name. Thank you for giving us Jesus, the word, the word that is power, the word that is truth, the word that is the way, the word that is life. Thank you for access to the word. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that brings the interpretation, the translation, the understanding of the word, that tells the mind, tells us the mind of the Father by the word. We exalt you this morning. What a perfect gift. Thank you for time. All that we have been through, where we have come from, for the trajectory, for the events, for the valleys, for the mountains, for the waiting, even for the weeping, we thank you. We worship you. We also thank you, Holy Spirit, for comfort. For you say with the comfort you have comforted us, that we will comfort others. Thank you for comfort. Thank you for faith. Above all, we thank you for revelation, for your light that comes to us by your word. Your light by your word that tells us about your mind concerning seasons. So we thank you. Thank you, Holy Father, for as many as believe in you, as many as are holding on, as many, O oh God, that have not given up and not drawn back, thank you for the appointed time. Thank you for the acceptable time. Thank you for now becoming our salvation. Thank you for giving us this word and sending it to us today. Say, so once you have spoken, twice we have heard, power belongs to you. Thank you for the release of power to bring to pass that which you are speaking in this season. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And we know that he's the one who changes times and seasons, seasons and times. And when he was dealing with Noah, after Noah came out from the ark after the flood, and Noah prepared that very sweet, several 
the burnt offering to thank God, to worship God and to praise him for that deliverance from the flood, that protection and to celebrate his truth. And the Bible says when God smelled that savor, that sweet, smelled that sweet, you know, aroma that came from the sacrifice, the God in acceptance said, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. So there's a time for seed and a time for harvest. And here we see that confirmation for everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. What I see here is that as children of God and in creation, in our creation, as the Bible makes us to understand in that Psalm 139, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that he wrote us in secrets. And even when our member parts were yet unformed, he already fashioned the book concerning our lives. And in Isaiah, it says we're engraved in the palms of our, his hands and our walls are before him. He created us for his pleasure. He created us for his glory. He created us for his praise. So when the Bible says a time for every purpose under the earth, it means that it's a time for God, for God's work. Because our purpose is not our purpose. Our purpose was fashioned by God. For us, if you've given your life to Christ, you've accepted him as your Lord and personal Savior, you have released yourself. He's the one who gives you the vision. That is why in Habakkuk he said, I'll stand at my watch to see what he shall say. And he said, write the vision and make it plain that he that reads me run. And he says, for an appointed time. So through our lives, God unveils his purpose, event after event, you know, from one point to the other, sometimes through the valley, sometimes we're on the mountain, but all oh, it is towards his purpose. He's unveiling his purpose, small steps, bigger strides. Sometimes it's like you're come to a standstill and you're turning around, you feel alone. You don't seem to see God. All oh, is still the path the purpose, broken into small goals, broken into small events, broken into what you call successes, then you set another one, all to fulfill his purpose. So what we're seeing here is to everything there is a season. He assigned seasons, even for our lives. And he has assigned a purpose which is not what we proposed. Sometimes it's permissive will. You just go ahead and do it. But by and by, look at Joseph. We use Joseph. If you really look at the life of Joseph, apart from his character, him staying true to his character, him being a diligent person, him being somebody, because the Bible says he will report to his father when the brothers were doing evil. Him being somebody 
who had who already identified and had values that he stood by you will see that there is literally the major things that happened in his life there is none that his hand did there's none he did not plan to give himself the dream it's god that gave him that dream what he did was to now tell his dream to his brothers <laughs> and then the jealousy started he's not the one who made for himself that coat of many colors is a father who made that coat of many colors for him is a father who assigned him to go and take food to his brothers because he was a junior one and then diligently we see his obedience we always see his obedience we always see his diligence we always see him in service to ensure that he takes his assignment seriously that's where we see joseph he did not decide to put himself in the pits he was not a partaker in the decision to be sold but when he arrived at the house of Potiphar, we saw his astuteness, we saw the quality of his decisions. Even where he was doing right, even where he walked in the fear of God, we saw the path, the turn that his life took. He was accused falsely and he was taken to prison. In prison, we saw Joseph again. So you see consistency in the character of this boy. You see consistency in his diligence to service. Consistency in his 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 concern for others. Just concern his orderliness in administration and concern. We saw it in the house of Potiphar. When he said to the wife, he said, no, my master has put everything in his hands except you, so I cannot dare to do this. You see, the honor and respect for his master and the fear of God. So in prison again, we see his character. And yet, it was not in his hands. He was just daily applying himself the seasons what the point i'm trying to make is that the seasons of his life where his life took turns we didn't see his decisions per se but what we see is his underlying character that gave strength to him continuing in the right paths that wherever he found himself he aligned with god but the major trigger that moved his life in the passages that we saw his life there was an external hand an external force we saw the force of evil trying to bring him down he came with accusation he came with jealousy he came with envy he came with selling him to slavery he came with chaining him but we also the, saw the force of good always overturning evil no matter how oppressive, no matter how authoritative, turning. And then we saw also a situation where 
he did good. And where he was expecting that his good will speak for him, will bring him out. And he actually applied verbally, asking, say, please, when you go out, remember me. At least you have seen my skills. We saw that the man went and forgot him for two full years. The hand that brought Joseph out of prison was not internal. He was in prison when the hand opened the prison gates from outside. All he heard was his, a call for his name, Joseph, Joseph. And he just said, go and have your bath and change your clothes. He didn't expect it. And then straight to Pharaoh. And then we see how also he applied himself with diligence and service. And how it turned out. So when you look at the trajectory of Joseph, you can understand what he says. To everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under the sun. So we saw the timings. We saw his travels. And we saw the unveiling each time of what was in the heart of God concerning Joseph. And then we move to where he said he has made everything beautiful in its time. You see, I used to look at this scripture wrong. I used to say he has made everything beautiful in his time. That is in God's time. He will make everything beautiful in his time. But this thing says he has made everything beautiful in its time. That is the time for that thing. The time of that thing. The time of that thing. God is the one who makes it beautiful. So for instance, the time for Joseph to become prime minister is God that made it beautiful. And when he looks back, he will see the dot connecting. What looked like evil, he will see the hand of God. And he will see the seasons. The seasons for the when he was in the valley, the season when he thought he had left the valley to the mountains, the season when he went back to the valley, all the path was taking him somewhere. And God was unveiling a purpose. And how do we know that it is God's hand that was unveiling that purpose? We know it in Psalm 105, when he said, and God sent a man ahead to Egypt. God made them, made grain to seize. In other words, grain, their grain finished, and he sent a man ahead to prepare them a posterity. And it is because grain finished that they now went to Egypt to buy grain, and the drama unfolded. So it is God that owns the seasons. It is God that owns the time. It is God that owns the purpose. And making everything beautiful, this everything is the sum total of the evil and the good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is the sum total of the valley and the mountains of this object, this life going into purpose and to fulfillment. 
So God now harmonizes everything. What looked ugly? What looked like, oh, you can never come out? What looked like this is the valley that will bury you? What looked like you have come to the end of yourself? And then all of a sudden, this hand just brings a turn. Another mountain, another jubilation. And then when you thought you have had rest, all of a sudden, ah, another attack, another oppression. But a time comes when you look, you say, God has harmonized. God has intervened. God has made all things beautiful. Everything that happened in your life was leading to this place when God will unveil his purpose. So it makes all things beautiful in its time. The time for that thing. The time for that vision. The time, not in his time. Here, he said, in its time. Makes it beautiful. We can also look at the life of Esther. The father died. What a tragedy. The mother died. What a tragedy. And the uncle, who was a gate man, said, come and stay with me. What? It was an ordinary life. It was what people would consider a low life, but they were covenant people. I'm sure Esther never envisaged that he would be queen. It was not written in her stars. So it was not written in her environment. It was not written in her circumstance. It was not written in all the trajectory of all the tragedies that were happening to her. It was not written. Nobody could have looked at her and said, maybe a prophet of God speaking by the spirit of God, I would tell her, <laughs> a covenant child, your purpose is beautiful. So we followed the story of Esther. And we see the same spirit of Esther in Joseph. Mm. Obedience, humility, diligence. It's a go, but don't say who you are. Hide yourself. And then she goes. Everybody's prancing around to ask for things. He said, no, what you give me is sufficient. And she found favor. Favor, favor. The same favor, the grace. That identity that God has already given. That you're going somewhere. That no matter how the devil tries. No matter how the somersault. Look, that anointing. He said, I've anointed, you say, I redeemed you to myself. I call you my own. We are going to read it. That's where we are going to close. When God has put his oil upon your life, when God has called you by name, let the sea let the head be removed. Let it be cast into the sea. Let the sea make all the noises. Say, there is a river that makes glad the city. That river, that flow of the spirit, that anointing, that presence of God, the fact that God has already written concerning your life, that thing will keep you still and keep you focused. As, soon, as long as you are aligned to the Spirit, look, no power can approach your destiny or your purpose or the seasons of God. And that time, God will make all things beautiful. Look at Esther. God brings Mordecai in her life. She lost father, lost all, but God did not allow her to lose all. Mordecai was in her life. And that Mordecai became the instrument. The butler that God planted in the life of Joseph became the instrument. Eventually, look at Esther. 
And because God had ordained, God had ordained that purpose, that a time will come when they want to finish the Jews, destroy them. The solution he already put in a person, Esther. Esther became queen. The estate of Haman was turned around to Mordecai. So what are we saying? The eat there, he, he makes everything beautiful in his time. The eat is what you're going through. <laughs> the eat is the purpose that he wrote. The eat is a vision that you saw. That eat is what the enemy is fighting. That eat. That eat is why they are throwing obstacles and mountains. And that is why God spent the whole of last week talking about, look, shout. This Jericho wall will come down. Move. Take the city I have given it to you. Because this eat is making it beautiful. And this is the time. So you look at, so what is the eat in your life? That you have been waiting for your time. I've been trusting God and believing God. And it looked like it will never happen. <laughs> Noah was in that ark. And the flood mounted the ark. The flood covered the height of the hills. They could not even see it. But gradually, when God stopped the fountains, and he, he opened to release the waters from underneath the earth. And he stopped the rains, the one that was coming. God has stopped it, but he still waited. It's, the flood started drying. started drying. It took a while. It took time. It took time. We studied it. He sent the first, sent the raven. The raven went. There was no place to land. Never came back. He sent the dove. The dove went. No way. He came back. Then he sent again. Eventually came back with the olive. Mm -hmm. That olive was that. God has made everything dried. God has made it beautiful. So the ark could land and he could open the door for them to come out. So Father, we are thanking you for this season. For this scripture, you say he has made everything beautiful. If we look at this scripture, he's not saying he will make. He say he has made. He has made all things beautiful. The seasons come, the seasons go. But his purpose remain. That purpose for you remain. Forget the seasons. Forget the valleys. The mount yesterday said, Behold, I do a new thing. It's a process of unveiling the purpose. Behold, he said, I will shake the heavens and shake the earth. He said, the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. There were former glories. There were valleys. But we thank God that the temple was completed and it was dedicated. And that became beautiful in his time. He made it beautiful in his time. When Jeremiah, when, his, when, when, when Nehemiah completed the wall, spite of opposition, from nothing, from burden in his heart, through all the sorrows of his heart, through his travel back to Jerusalem, through his viewing the mount, all those were seasons. Valley, when he was attacked, when he was mocked, when he, those were seasons. And then when they planned, when they executed, and finally, when they dedicated, everything was made beautiful. Because that time had come, and that purpose was fulfilled. And he remembered Nehemiah. So this is God speaking to us. Saying that every different season you have seen in your life. They counted for progress. 
Every valley you have come through, some so dark, the tunnels, you thought you could not find light, but I've shown light and you found your way out. All of them counted. Every point counted. The points of light, the points where you did not see light, they counted. He said, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. We are not going to miss our purpose because his hand his hand is the one that's taken us by hand. That's why I say, I found Cyrus, I anointed him. He was speaking to us. And I took him by his right hand. So I destroyed the gates of brass, brought down the bars of iron, loosened the loins of kings. Why? Because I want to give him the treasures of darkness. Why? Because he has to show forth my glory. So that's what is God is speaking. He has made everything beautiful in his time. He has made all things beautiful. Made it beautiful for Joseph. Made it beautiful for Esther. He made it for Daniel. Made it for Jacob. We know these stories. What about Esther? Uh, what about uh, Ruth? What about Naomi? Made it beautiful. Chapter one was so dark. So dark. Lost everything. And yet a point of light. They got information. Season changed. They were now back home. Travels changed. Location changed. Hallelujah to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then we saw Ruth diligent again. We saw obedience. We saw alignment to instructions. Character can never be out of this. Diligence can never be out. Obedience to God. Aligning with the Spirit can never be out. In the making of things beautiful. Everything beautiful. Because it is God. You say He is the God. And He's the way. Don't forget. He's the truth. He's the life. It is through Him that we get to the Father. It's the Father that releases the vision. It's the vision that they said we should write and to run. We've been running. He says, do tarry, but it will not tarry. Wait for it. We saw all these people. They were not disappointed. All of them fulfilled destiny one by one. So this is what he's saying. The same God. So we finalize this by going to Isaiah 43. We shared Isaiah 43 yesterday when we said, this is what the Lord is saying. Say, forget the past. Behold, I do a new thing. It shall spring forth. Will you not see it? <laughs> In other words, it's going to be flesh. But we read now verse 1 of 43. He said, but now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, put your name there, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. Called you by your name. You belong to me. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. That is one season, season of waters. Hallelujah. When you pass through that water, I'm still there. I am the giver of that purpose. I'm there with the reason I created you. I am with you inside that water. It's just a matter of time. That is a season in itself. And then when you pass through the rivers, another season. <laughs> the waters could just be a pool of water that is just ankle deep. Some small trouble, some small challenge. Now you found yourself deep in the rivers, the one that threatens to cover you. That's the season. It's another season. 
they shall not overflow you. Amen. In other words, you're coming out. You're coming out. The purpose is with me. I wrote you in secret. I fashioned the book. So no matter how the enemy fights you, no matter how the water covers you, I have the book that I fashioned. It's in my hand. It's in the palms of my hand. And I've already redeemed you. You belong to me. And it says, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be, hey, another season, fire. <laughs> but he keeps saying the same thing. You shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Amen. That is why he has made all things beautiful in his time. The season for everything. So if you look back in your life, you can identify the seasons. And you can testify that it did not fail you. Otherwise, you will not be here today. And when you have faith that the purpose for which he created you is with him, and you are with him because you have surrendered to him, then this is the song that is in our mouth. That this God who changes times and season, in this season, he's making all things beautiful. Everything is going to come all together for good. Why? Because we have faith in him. That victory song is in our mouth. Because as I said, forget the former things. Just look at them as points of testimonies. Points that you thought it was over, but I was there. Points that you thought the enemy had won, I was there. Situations drowning you, I was there. That sickness could have had you, but I was there. Yes, because by and by, everything will be made beautiful in his time. The time to unveil that it. This is the time. Father, we worship you. So magnifies you. The it shall not be hidden to man. Mm -mm. Say, you shall see it, you shall know it. He said, and they shall say, the hidden shall say amongst themselves, the Lord has done great things for them. And you will answer, yes, the Lord has done great things for them. Wherefore we are glad. Turn again our captivity, O Lord. He's turning the captivity and he's making all things beautiful. This is the message for this season. Father, we worship you. So magnifies you. We hear you, Lord, and we believe you. It shall be as we have been told. This word will not fail us. Blessed be your name. Thank you for our sons and daughters. Say they are the generation that you have blessed. People will see them and say, this is the generation that the Lord has blessed. You have made us peculiar people. You have made us royal priesthood. You have called us to show your praise. You have made us a holy nation. Yes, we will show your praise. So we worship you. Thank you for the church of Jesus Christ. It's marching on. The gates of hell cannot prevent. Blessed be your name. Thank you for healing and health. Thank you, Son of Righteousness, for arising upon us. Thank you for the comfort that this word has brought us. Thank you. Blessed be your name. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.